Bad Dude Cast. My name, of course, is Brendan Ayer. I'm here with Greg Stone and our producer extraordinaire, Becky Rodriguez. I remember to be happy. Studios, if you love the podcast, do us a favor. Give it a five-star rating. Review it. Do all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram at the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, uh, you can buy shirts, one of which I'm wearing right now. We've got a six-shirt option. Uh, oh, my headphones just cut out. We got six shirt options uh, at remember to be happy studios.com backslash shop. The uh, two is numerical, and uh, uh, you can get four. Greg, yeah. They can get four bonus episodes a month for the low, the fucking <laughs> the nothing. Low, 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 low. The nothing cost yeah. of. Five dollars. We're giving them away. Five dollar pledge or more a month on Rad Dude Cast. I want to thank those uh, guys real uh, quick. Can I do that? It, yeah. Hold on. I fucked up the word. Patreon.com backslash Rad Dude Cast is where you can get that. Yeah. Give them a thank. We we're just saying, we the amount of subscribers we have versus the amount of Patreon subscribers is, I think, better than any other podcast. I swear to God, ninety percent of people are subscribing to our Patreon. It's great, and we really appreciate it. We appreciate it very much. And the amount of shirts we sold—we uh, got some fucking loyal fans. Yeah. We want to thank you guys yeah, for really giving guys. a shit, and uh, you know, keeping us uh, keeping us alive. Every dollar keeps us alive. Some guy, somebody somewhere was like, "If you want to get past the business, skip to the seven-minute mark." Okay, first now we're of all, business for 40 first minutes. of all, I've never done seven minutes of business. Who said that? No I don't. I can't that. remember. Yes, someone said that. Second of all, <laughs> we do business in an entertaining manner. We don't even do, barely do business. We, there's, this is not even business. I it's, feel as though we're just talking. It's us talking. Uh, now, uh, back to the business. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah I wanted to just continue about that for a second. I wanted to just explain. I just really want to say, say thanks to everybody because... Um, you know, like I was on their podcast, and they're like, ah, I got like two, they have like, you know, we have like, you know, 30, 50,000 fans. We get like 10 people subscribe. And I'm like, what? We have a million subscribers on our Patreon, and we have 50 fans. Yes, we're millionaires. We have 50, we have 50 <laughs> listeners who each pledge $2 million. Uh, and those shirts were going fast. That was crazy. That yeah, was crazy. no, it's amazing. We love you guys. We well, love you, you guys so much. as fans. Uh, and, and the other thing is... Uh, uh, the, the other two podcasts on uh, Remember to Be Happy Studios are Network. They're both great. So if you want to listen to the Roast Ghost with Eli Sayers, it's, a, it's roasting historical and celebrity f uh, figures. It's super fun. And then uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Deloach, who's a super funny comedian, uh, has the SUP podcast, S-U-P, with I think Chris and they're doing like a streetwear uh, podcast, which is really cool because, you know, I collect Air Maxes, so I love that shit. Um, but the most important business of the day, the, the, the why we're in mourning. It's yeah. great news. It's very great news, but it's, uh, it's not necessarily the greatest news for the podcast, but we're going to make it through. Our beloved Anthony DeVito is dead. I thought you said you were going to say the truth. <laughs> no. You told me for three weeks. <laughs> I'll come out and tell the truth, and you do the joke. <laughs> now, Anthony, uh, literally, this is how our business works. Literally overnight, uh, at, the end of, at the end of last week, uh, got offered a job. And I'm not going to say the show, because I think that's for him to share if he wants to. But got offered a writing gig, uh, a wonderful writing gig. He got offered it on Friday. It started on Monday. It's in L.A. for three months. Um, we all talked it over with him. He was hesitant to leave the podcast. He, was, and he really wasn't going to leave. And uh, I think it was the right move because it's a great job. Uh, I'm super excited for him. He is going to be checking in. Well, I also think he might be able to record some. He, we're we're going to try it because his job starts an hour later. And he's on L.A. time. Right. So he called me last night. He's like, I think I might be able to try to record in the morning. Maybe he can call in, check in, let us know, whatever. Yeah. But so doesn't really work for me, though. That's not on my schedule, so I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to go with it. So we're going to try and keep it as consistent as we can. But the, if you want to tweet at Anthony or, or, or message him, give him a congratulations because I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, it's, it combines sports and comedy, which he's super interested in. And, like, that's what... Our podcast has always been about kind of pursuing whatever passion comes your way. It was a hard decision, 
but uh, we kind of encouraged him to go that way because I think it's he deserves it. Yeah, but I'm going to be pretending he's dead. That's my what I'm going to do is I'm just saying he's dead to me. He's dead to me as a friend. He's dead to me on the podcast. Um, this way, when he comes back, it's way better. It's like he came back from the dead. That's How much amazing. more fun is that? If you so I just get it in my head that he's dead. He was there was a giant falcon. It flew down, scooped his little head off, and I had to carry his body, throw it into the Hudson River. You know the way he always asked, and now and and now we're looking for the head. We the search for the next three months is to find Anthony's head, and Did that's what wrap I it will not in carpet or fence. What the body? Wrap it? No, just the head. It's just the no, head. Just no, no. I whipped. No, the head was lifted. I got to find the head. The body. I was just whipped into the water. No kind of preparation for Anthony. He wouldn't want it that way. He he's likes the earth. You know, it's like a, you know, like to which he became. You know, let the dirt sink up his body. Okay. In the water. That's a fun conversation with the funeral home director. Like, are you, are you going to go with uh, cremation or traditional burial? Uh, actually, um, as per his wishes, I'm going to cut his head off, <laughs> yeah. give it to a falcon, yeah. a falcon that's trained to drop his head into the Hudson River. It's, uh, the, head, the falcon is not – the falcon, I have to be honest, because what happened with Anthony last week when his head was cut off by the falcon is <laughs> – uh, I'm still searching for the Falcon. We, I just have the body. So I threw the body into the Hudson because that's what Anthony wanted. But yeah. he wants his whole body in there. So I have to look for his head. But and it's going to be tricky, but I don't know how to catch a Falcon. So any Falconeers out there... Did you go with you go a non-professional Falcon? It was just a Falcon of the Wild. See, that's what you got to go I with a trained Falcon. This is why we're confused. It wasn't our Falcon. This was a New York City Falcon. He, me and Anthony were walking in the park. We were talking about the future, which is crazy. It's crazy when you're talking about the future with your best friend, and then immediately some wild falcon swings down, scoops his head off, leaving his body. Let me rewind. Yeah. Because I was being led to believe yes. that, that uh, Anthony died of other causes, and then no. as per his wishes, no. you cut his head off and had a falcon take it away. We but were talking about our pilot. He was actually killed. By the Falcon. Yes, yeah. We were talking. We were walking in Astoria Park. I'm getting the river wrong. Whatever that park in the river. East the, River. The East River. We were walking in the park. We were talking about our pilot. It's, you know, it's like a, it's like the Revenge of Chewbacca. It's like this, I don't even want to get into it. It's a Star Wars. When you were trying to pitch it to Star Wars, it's not a big deal to Disney. Falcon swings down, grabs him by the hair. I grabbed onto his legs and we had a, a pulling match. Oh. A pulling match. And it ripped his head right off. You and killed then, him. Well, I didn't kill him. I was you, holding him down. No, you killed him because if you would have let go, the Falcon would have just carried him away. And like then dropped him that from That big above. flying dog in, uh, you know, what's that movie? Oh, With a Falcor. A Trey, yeah, Falcor. He yeah, never ending story. He would have just been going up for a cruise. You grab his leg, you fucking killed him. So you're thinking he was going to do like a, like, a, like a Daenerys of dragons. Yes. And he was going to swing around the wall. I think that the thing would have just dropped him from too far. It would have got heavy. That thing's too heavy. Anthony's too heavy. He's light, but he's heavy. He's light. But he's, he's small, heavy. but he's dense is what I mean. This is a thing I'm trying to get into modern usage. Uh. If you run a race, right? Because uh-huh. I used to run. I ran a marathon. I used to run a bunch of 10Ks, yeah, 5Ks. Yeah. I'm retired. Uh-huh. But if you run a race, if you're over, depending on the race, anywhere from 200 to 225 pounds, anywhere in that section, depending on the race, if you're over that amount, mm-hmm. you're, you get to compete in the category that's called Clydesdale. Yes, like the horse. And that should be used in everyday language. Like if I, I mean, if I go to the doctor and he goes, for someone your height, you could stand to use a few, lose a few pounds and say, uh, I'm a Clydesdale. I'm performing. In yeah, the, I'm not. Yes. I am not on the verge of morbidly obese. I'm a Clydesdale, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I appreciate you to be call, call me that. Oh, yeah. oh, sir, you look like you need an XL. No, I need a Clydesdale size, uh-huh. okay? Because I am a powerful horse. Morbidly obese. They started using that terminology when I started working in the hospital. What a fucking insult! Morbidly. Yeah, it's like you're so sad. It's so sad. Well, it's on your way of death. Yeah, you're gonna die, and it's not it's even heavy, yeah. accurate. Like I, there's been times when I've been morbidly obese, yeah. and I'm like, no, I'm fucking chubby, yeah, and yeah, most yeah. of it is muscle. Like yeah. you can poke me, it's it's sturdy. You get one of those housewomen in there. What's that? That's not morbidly obese. That's you're already past dead. You're reincarnated obese. Oh, you so. What? And I'm following. I see. I know you. Yeah, you know I know you. you. At <laughs> first, I had some questions, but yeah. you mean you mean Gilbert Grape's mom style yeah. woman, Stuck where in the house. you can't leave. The- 
house. If she dies, you got to burn the house yeah. down to ex- spare the embarrassment of taking her out with the crane. Yes. If you get a house lady, that's what's that? If I'm morbidly obese, which I've been referred to as. Yeah. What is that? You're not a house man. I'm not a house man. You don't have gout yet. Yeah, and I was specifically thinking of the lady from Gilbert Grape. That's why I even said lady. Yeah, because she is she's the she is the poster woman of all house ladies. Yeah, yeah. She she couldn't leave the house. Leonardo DiCaprio, great, mm-hmm. great, great acting. I'll tell you this though, that's the one thing about being an actress, right? If you're that big, she probably didn't have to go to the audition. The audition came yeah. to her for that movie. They were like, well, all right. Can you lay there? No, I know the story behind that. Really? Yeah, that movie was supposed to shoot at Universal Studios in L.A. They had to shoot at her house because she just couldn't leave. Really? No, I don't know. Was she an actress? (laughs) But that's the thing. Was she an actress? Like, she is that big. uh, Yeah. How are you auditioning people that big? I mean, there are actresses of all types, you know. But But she was like... Maybe she she wasn't as big as she was portrayed in the movie. No, she was that big. It looked real. So I think like she probably just had a lock on all the house lady roles. Sure, yeah, like yeah. nobody the else one. was get. She was just <laughs> like, it happened. like she just called up an agency and was like, "Listen, mm-hmm. there's gonna be some movies that need a 600 pound woman in, yeah, yeah, and not a lot, mm-hmm. but there will be some. And for those movies, I'm your lady. I'm your lady. There, there's no one else out there doing it. There yeah. is no one else out there doing it." I just watched a movie yesterday, and you stop me if I'm cutting you off before, because I feel like I'm taking us off on some tangents. You're going to love this movie. It was a karate movie where the karate man had no arms, and then his best friend had no legs, and he was on his back, so he was acting as the... I swear to God, this is not a fake movie. This was, it was on... You know when you go to those bars and they just have TVs playing? Yeah. It was one of those... It's a kung fu movie where the guy had no arms, and his friend had no legs, and he was on his back, and they were working together. They were one full set of limbs between two people, and they knew karate. Hold on. So let me get this straight. So the guy with no legs was strapped to the guy with no arms back. I think he was just using one arm to hold on and one arm to grab. I can't really remember. But he did all his karate because they were were, uh, being used as separate entities. So this one guy was doing karate, no leg karate, all arm shit. Yeah. And the other guy was doing no arm karate. And then when they had, like, I think in the movie they had to get, like, a high book or something. And they, like, Voltron combined to form one mega human or regular human, whatever, and he just jumped on the back and then he started grabbing things and they climbed up a thing. It was awesome. So, but those are those guys. Yeah, but let me let me do a full review of this yeah. uh, breakdown of the movie. At first, it, they were uh, tag-teaming karate partners, but then you've changed the narrative to they just had to get a high book. And I'll change it again. <laughs> Technically, and I think I'm moving too fast. Let me slow down. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're moving at the... I don't think it's a speed. <laughs> I don't think it's a speed issue. So, in the movie, I only... It's, you know, I had no volume. It was one of the... It was playing How in the high background. were you? Not high. Okay, and the, not I'll high. tell you, the TV was high, so I couldn't see so well. Right. Okay. So, it was very high up. It was... Uh, there was a guy... They were in a little room together, and they had karate uniforms on. They weren't really fighting anybody, but they were doing, like, fun flips and stuff. And then they had... Uh, someone was kind of breaking in. He jumps on his back, and they kind of like did a crawl type thing or something. I don't know if they mm. fought anybody. I wish there was a way to look that up. There's no way you can just look so, up an old Japanese movie, old karate movie. Uh, somebody check in with us uh, at the Rad Ducast on Instagram. Gonna, if you, no Anthony. If you know anything about this so-called movie Greg saw, this mm. could have just been a home video made by the bar. But that's imagine you're the no arm karate guy. You're getting every no arm karate guy role. You ever do? Uh, Moving on, I guess. No, hold on. I just had took me a second to think about that. Yeah, if you're a no arm karate guy, well, there's that guy right? with no arms and no legs uh-huh. that like has done too much stuff. Where at first I was very impressed. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, he, he's a wrestler, like he's oh, an yeah, yeah, MMA yeah. fighter. But then it's like, oh, he climbed Mount Everest, and it's like, all right, dude, you need to relax because this some guy just carried you. This like, don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you didn't at yeah. some point yeah. like stop with the lies. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, very, yeah. I'm g- proud of you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm willing to 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 say. Wow, that is a triumph of the human spirit. But don't take it too far. Where I gotta, I'm gonna have to start calling you out and being like, "No, man, you didn't climb. What do you climb? You climb Mount Everest with your teeth? Yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. not. You gotta, you gotta call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. You were carried. You were, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were a backpack. You were. A- <laughs> 
<laughs> a backpack. You, but the only thing we could put in you is the berries, and you eat them, and you, you poop them out. You are a Sherpa's backpack. <laughs> There's a guy on Everest, a dead body. Like when you climb, yeah, I know that guy. When you climb Everest, boots they call them. The, Green boots, green yeah. Boots. There's there when you climb Everest. There's a bunch of like um, uh, bodies that are just known as um, sort of like waypoints, like yeah. where they're like, ah, you pass green boots, and it's just a dead guy yeah, yeah, who yeah. no one knows who it is. They think they've maybe identified him, but like so they because it's you're at at that altitude, extra weight is so much mm-hmm. uh, takes so much. Out of you mm-hmm. that they when a dead guy when a guy dies they'll just leave him that's like fine. until they do an expedition to get him back but but they don't want to get him back that's like that's fun dead bodies is fun yeah it's like the it's like a the hall of presidents in the Disney world right you know you walk by you see oh there's there's Lincoln there's Jerry yeah there's, there's green, Truman there's green green boots yeah blue jacket so here when I say this though right about the no arm guy yeah here's the thing if you're a no arm guy you're in the movies. I'm not in the movies. You're talking to me, and you're going to be like, oh, you got arm privilege. It's like, yeah, but you're a movie star. You know what I mean? I don't think you get to then continue on with the, oh, my life sucks, because you're now a famous actor who's got no arms. I disagree. And rich. I disagree. You're talking about a poor person versus a I, poor person who's I, got no money? I, I got to disagree on two terms. Okay. One term. Term A. I'd rather have arms than be a famous no-armed movie actor but term b is even more important you've made this up there's no famous no armed movie actor there's a no armed movie actor you saw in a movie kurt cameron was is notorious (laughs) for having cgi arms notorious they had to impose right kurt cameron's wow that's why he's a big jesus guy now yes the whole time he never had arms he was born with no arms that's amazing that's why he's a big religious actor now because he's like you know he thinks you know he's like i I thank god that they had the technology to put the fake arms on me in growing pains um (laughs) that's what that's where the name came from growing pains because he was trying to grow arms <laughs> and it hurt yeah. but he, ne- he never was able to you that's know? a fun move if you have no arms and someone walks up to you and they just start watering your arms <laughs> like I'm trying to get them things to grow yeah <laughs> yeah grow some arms yeah grow some arms asshole yeah uh, let me here's a here's a topic uh-huh. for you I have a thing I want to tell you about too <laughs> medieval times uh huh you ever been to medieval times <laughs> probably 400 times probably realistically 400 times Realistically, you've been to medieval Realistically, times. Realistically, 400 times. So over a year's worth of meals, of dinners, straight. you've eaten at... <laughs> I, did it stri- I did it straight. I, I didn't call the Guinness Book guy, but yeah, no, I've probably been there 400 times. There should be, that's what's frustrating about the Guinness Book. Mm-hmm. There's not stuff like that in there. Who's been to medieval times the most? Me, Who, Who's eaten at Burger King the most? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is great. Like, yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Been medieval times... I've been here, seriously, though, legitimately, 50 times. Okay, so I was tweeting about this because it, 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 it occurred to me that there is a fundamental uh, conundrum in their employment situation. Okay. And this is what I don't understand. If you have the money to be good at riding a horse, uh-huh. I would think you have the money not to work at medieval times. So in other words, where are they getting these horse people? Well, I think people could just take horse riding classes, and there's not a lot of jobs for just riding a horse. They well, have cops on horses. Well, yeah, but... And you but, still got to be a cop. Right, but those are... those are hor- though They learn from... The city pays them to learn. Maybe medieval times... What other horse jobs you. are there, though? Be, well, what I, there aren't. It's not that there's horse jobs. It's that in my mind, oh. knowing how to ride a horse is a rich it's person a rich man's thing. thing. Like having a horse costs a lot of money. Yeah. Even renting a horse costs a lot of money. You got to go to the stable. All those fees and, and shit. And there it is, right? Yeah. You have so much money that you don't care about making money. So you make eight dollars an hour at medieval <laughs> times, right? Doing the thing you love. So you think the knights at medieval times are possibly just possibly? millionaires? Who else is going to work at medieval times as a knight? Not some poor guy. Well, I thought it some might old be old actory type. The only thing I could think of was maybe it was like western, t- like cowboys. Real cowboys. And cowboys are out. Cowboys went out, and they had to. They just still knew how to. Or like rodeo guys sure, that hurt some their backs. Yeah, yeah. Or you just know? some people who lived in Texas. Right. They moved to New York. Right. You know. I want to tell you this. Can, can, I, can, I, can I pivot? 
Can I pivot? Please. Can I pivot? Please. What if I said no? What? Who would I be if I were to say no to you? Well, maybe you have. Uh, maybe you have more to discuss on the on the. What's it called? With those, when the disease and you're so rich that you do whatever you want. That's not a disease. Yeah, there was a disease like a few years ago that came out that was said that like this guy they 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 said that he had this disease because he was so well off that he didn't know not to like rape somebody or something. It was like some rape case or something. Or he did so, he like I think it was that Brock Turner. That is a. Uh, it was like not euthanasia. Uh, this isn't where I want to pivot, by the way. Well, I know, but I, what, what I'm talking well, about? I, no, I don't. There's no such disease. I I believe you that someone was calling it a disease or came up with a term for it. They came up with a but term. But there's no such disease as being so rich that you don't know the difference We're between right out. and wrong. What's the word? Affluenza. Oh, they did. Yes, yes. that's right. They did come which up with that. Sounds like influenza, yes, which is came, the flu. They came up with that for that kid, I think, in Texas who did some shit. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. He had they called it affluenza. affluenza. And it's not a true thing. It's a bullshit excuse. How hilarious. That's so that's funny. That's how rich you are. I have affluenza. You'll create a disease. Yeah. I you're ke- a killer. I ke- did you just cut that homeless man's head off? Yeah, I did, but I have affluenza. I didn't know. I have now too I much got, money to know. Yeah, I got to get back to my boat. Is this a problem? <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll give you $300,000. Yeah. What do you want? So, can I tell you how you save medieval times? Yeah, how? I've been there 400 times. You got to think. You got knights. They've never stepped out of their circle. And legitimately, this is not even a joke. You do a Star Wars night. You do a night where everyone there is fucking Jedis, and all of a sudden they're having Jedi lightsaber fights. You're selling $1,000 tickets. You do a time travel night where all of a sudden, like you said, a cowboy comes in. Now he's fighting the knights. That's more fun. This is how you st- all of these stories. They have this whole thing. It's like, hey, we do dinner and tournament, but we only do medieval. No, you should be doing Back to the Future. You should be doing Future. You should be doing Back. You should be doing all of the times, all of the fights, everything. <laughs> well, this is what Marvel I- Knight, Spider Man coming in, fighting some crooks. Here's the problem because I'm on board. Two issues again. Uh-huh. And look, you know I'm just here sure. as a devil's advocate. Sure. I'm not saying these aren't great ideas, yeah. they are. Yeah. Issue A, I don't know that medieval times is in financial trouble. They might be doing great. They yeah, might have they no could, need to add this stuff. They could be making quadruple right. the money. And I agree. You do a Spider-Man night? Well, that's where you're going to run into problems. I agree they should be doing other nights. Uh-huh. The problem is you do a Star Wars night, you do a Marvel night, you do a Spider-Man night, you're getting sued. You can't no, use you, those. You can get, you can, you don't have to, you can, you call them. You call you call up Kathleen Kennedy. You get her on the horn. You say, hey, we're Medieval Times. We're a big company. We want to buy the rights to Star Wars. <laughs> the rights to Star Wars, I will say this, do not come cheap. Medieval Times, I've been there 400 times. That's a lot of money right there. $35 a ticket. Yeah. Dinner included, though. Yeah, dinner is included. No, but you do like McDonald's does things. No one else is doing it. You know what I mean? Like if you. Oh, that is true. You yeah, but, I mean? the, like but they're see- not. A, it's like the Funko Pop, right? So here's my. Me, real quick. Let me, Funko Pop is a toy company that sells these pops, right? They get every single um, license because what they're selling there is competing with nothing. So you lose no money by giving them. They're, medieval What's a times, pop? What's a pop? You've seen them. Funko Pops, these little. Toys are this big. They got big heads and their little arms that come off. They oh. sell them at every store. Dunkin' Donuts has one right now for sale. Everyone is selling a Funko Pop. Oh, they're pop. like they look like almost hardened clay. Like they look bobbleheads. Yeah, but they're they almost yes. have a clay look to them, and they're like they're like body dysmorphia. They're like yes. uh, they're like yeah okay because they look like nothing else because they're not competing with anything else. They get every license. You can get a Funko Pop and everything. Medieval Times isn't competing with any. Would they compete with Disney World? Well, here's the thing uh, with. So yes, okay. So maybe they get that license. I think with when a McDonald's has like a, a Spider-Man toy in a in a Happy Meal yeah. or something like that, that's a promotional tie. Yeah, and that so maybe they can do that. Yeah, or to license to fully license. The problem is you're gonna have trouble licensing. I think at medieval times because like you're then in as opposed to. Funko Pops, uh-huh. whatever they're called, you're then in direct competition with like Universal Studios, okay. Disney, like that kind Let of shit. Let me throw you another thing. Let okay. me throw you another thing, right? Dinner and tournament. They come in, right? And they're like, welcome, knights. Yeah. Today we fight the Chathulu or yes. whatever, right? Yes. And then you get a giant fucking monster yes. guy on stilts yes. and you're cutting him out, 
right? He's running through the crowd, scaring the shit out of kids. I I, I couldn't create your own monster. I couldn't agree more. So that, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you. Real tigers. Do, do different stuff, not not licensable stuff. So say like today today is like uh, today is uh, oh guess what. Dinner in a tournament, but the tournament is World War One. Yes, okay? there's mustard yes. gas. Mustard gas but is re- coming. We, we're gassing everybody. Yeah, we're, and I'll be like, we're not going to use real mustard gas, but we are going to use real mustard. Yeah, and you just throw mustard at people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great. How much fun is that? Yeah, my stepdad used to take me to Civil War reenactments. Those shits were crazy. Well, Do some of those. The funny thing about those, blasting people in the crowd. Those, the funny thing about Civil War reenactments is like the guys uh, that because you're always you you have your guy. Mm-hmm. You have your guy when you're a Civil War reenactor. Mm-hmm. So the guys that are like a, 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 a rebel, a Southern, like, lieutenant, yeah. it's like, you picked that, man. Yeah. You picked to be— You picked the Southern. You picked the Southern. Like yeah. you, the, and it's not like you all got picked last. Yeah. It's oh, not, we picked all the Northern there, guys. There was no draft. Like, you yeah. get to decide, and you were like, I'm going to be the, the ones who were fighting to keep slaves. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you're going to have to give your full speech on— It wasn't actually about the slaves when it's like, yeah, it was, man. But it's the same thing that wrestlers go through. Wrestlers yeah. love being the bad guys because yeah. you get booed. Right. You get to, like—I think that's what a Civil War reenact was. He's like, yeah. yeah, I love the slaves. Like, <laughs> It's like fuck you, give me the slaves. You know, I think it's the same thing. It's cheap heat, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheap heat. Cheap heat. Uh, What else? I had I had a bunch of topics. Can I tell you a thing about my dad? Did I'd love to hear that. My dad. This is the thing. My dad bought me uh, an an action figure. Right. Let me tell you something. As an action figure collector, people when they buy you toys, it's always an insult. It's always a smack in the face because I collect very specific. I collect Marvel Legends. They are made for adults, okay? You know, like, kids aren't buying these. Small little pieces. They're for the adult. But then people, my dad goes, ah, you collect this shit, right? He bought me a Batman figure for a three-year-old. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's for a three-year-old, you know? That's like him walking in and being like, hey, I got you, like, these toys, right? Here, I got you this toy lawnmower. Oh, yeah, when you push it, it bubbles. So come on, man. This is a tiny tykes. It's really funny. Got you a lifetime supply of (laughs) Play-Doh. I don't need it. It's really funny. It's very coincidental you brought this up because me and Amy went to Daisy's Diner in Park Slope that's next to that near guard pharmacy that has the toy store oh, above I love it that, place. that does a beautiful Great a display. beautiful window display, the display of figures beautiful window display so we're looking at the window display and she goes she points to some I, I think it was an Iron Man she goes you should get that for Greg mm-hmm. and I go you don't understand <laughs> I said I said if anything yeah. is to be gotten for Greg the only way you do it is you either A, have heard him talk about wanting it before, mm-hmm. or B, you send him a picture on your phone and see if he needs it. Because or I a know, gift receipt. You can be, or a gift receipt. <laughs> because I know you only collect Marvel Legends. Now, what yeah, they yeah. have going now, I'm hesitant to even say because I was, I was mm-hmm. going to buy it for you without knowing for your birthday. But I'll mm-hmm. say what they have going now there. That is that I feel comfortable buying for you because it's in legend scale, yeah. And you can either use it or not use it. They have these fucking awesome building sets. Where are they made out of cardboard? No, they're high quality. What? Uh, they're high quality brick buildings. Um, it's like a three set. I'm sure it's. Super is it this expensive. big? This box is this big? NECA, I think, makes it. Yeah, I think it's ninety bucks. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, okay. But well, then I'll just go hold in halves. I'll hold go off. halves. No, you're not going halves. I'll go you're halves. Going halves. <laughs> go you're halves not going you. halves. You're not going halves. It stands like this high, yes, like four yeah, feet high. Yeah, they said, it, it said they said it accommodates up to 12 figures. <laughs> more if you squish them. Yeah, more <laughs> if you squish them. All of them. All of them if you pile them. They're all hanging on the roof. Just every one yeah. of your figures dead <laughs> in a great. pile. That's the thing, right? I collect anything six for six-inch figures, right? Yeah. So some, no, a safe bet is get me some explosions. Yeah. You know, Anthony bought me some clouds. Yeah. You know, it was stupid, but it worked. It worked. They are yeah. hanging in my room. You, Lucky Lee, you, God bless them. Don't get me a, uh, I don't know, a Triceratops. <laughs> don't, Ed Larson, you come piece on, of shit. No, come I love on. The you started I collecting it. in the six-inch... Uh, um, what you, what's genre? The what's the word for it? Not genre. Scale. scale. The six-inch scale so that you could accurately measure your boners every time <laughs> based on knowing that from the toe... 
toe, bottom of the foot to the head, six inches. Oh, Every- no, there's two. I always have to do two standing on each other's shoulders like they're trying to sneak into an adult movie. Wow. Do you have a 12-inch penis? 32 inches. 32 inches. 32 inches. 32 inches. Excited. Excited. What? Yeah. And what are you working with? Soft. Oh, I, I, you know me. Thirty-two. It's the same. <laughs> same. It's no, just it, no mo- it starts dancing. It's, it doesn't really get hard. Yeah. It just wiggles around. Um, I tied in a knot to uh, simulate an erection because that'll make it stiffer. Does tying it in a knot make it stiffer? Yeah, because you have to get through the bump, and that's, that gives them a little bit of some kind of a feeling. Because else, I'm just pouring it in like a um, like it's like when a magician has to put all the all the bunch of handkerchiefs in his sleeve. That's how you're fucking. Yeah, I have to like poke it in with my finger, stuff him in there. And then Tito, when she used to pull my dick out, she's like, whoa! And she just keeps pulling on it. And it's the knots that tie this together that gives her the feeling of goodness. Wow. Yeah. This is something else. This yeah. is a style of colored fucking. the same way. Very. <laughs> this is a style. Wow, colored like, like the, a magician's. Uh, so she knows how far it's in. And she knows how much longer she has to keep pulling. <laughs> I do my penis in multiple sections of colors. Red, orange. I do Roy G. Briv straight through. Roy G. Briv. Yeah. yeah. And when she gets to V, she goes, okay, we're almost done. Um, and that's what we call coming. Almost done. Almost done. We're almost finished yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Did you ever do, uh, what was I going to ask before I found out how big your dick was? Uh, did you ever? Oh, this was from a long time ago. Did you ever? Oh, le- here's the thing. When you say they're six inch scale, aren't some of them different heights? Yes. I was going to say, like, they can't all be six inches. There's, di- there's height differential within the world. Yes. They're not all six inches. Okay. Hulk is like 10 to 12 inches. Right. But they're, if you were, if a normal six foot man was six inches tall, everything is to that. Now, are there any minor variances, like, say, like, if you're not talking about a larger figure, like a Hulk or a Sentinel, Mm -hmm. uh, are there variances between, like, uh, uh, a Wolverine and uh, uh, Cyclops just because they're just because they're. They're different humans. They're not going to be the exact same height. Wolverine is about four inches tall. Cyclops is about your standard six inches. Rocket Raccoon is about three inches tall. Okay. But they're six-inch scale, so they're all in right. scale with what a about a six-foot person, I guess, would be. So the scale is like one, like six inches equals six feet, or yeah, something yeah. like that. One to twelve. What? what what's this, what's it's the one scale? twelfth scale. One twelfth scale. So everyone is one so, twelfth the size. So one inch equals one foot. So exactly like you said, six inches yeah. equals six feet. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that yeah. makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I uh, some people get mad about it. Some people are like, because they sold a Wolverine figure that was like six inches, and they're like, he's not six inches, and they bought it, and then they made, and then they made another one that was smaller, and they bought him again. Bought it, chopped his knees right off. I tried to. Yeah, yeah, that's what people like. It's funny you're saying that. Yes, <laughs> people did that. They cut, just them, they cut the, him shorter. Just chopped the knees off and put the feet right on the bottom. <laughs> of the foot. Yeah, like when people used to impersonate midgets on TV, they just tape the sneakers to their knees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah walk yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I got a, I got a mouse. Oh, this was your moose. Gonna, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. This mm-hmm. is what I was going to say to you. When back when we were talking about the no arms guy, because mm-hmm. I give everything a shot. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you like. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever see amputee pornography? No, I don't. I can't. I can't. That's okay. a door I can't open. Have you? Yes. I just, just, I'm not into it. Yeah. Turns out. Yeah. Thank God. Well, if you are, that'd be fine. That'd be great. They need. I, that. I think it's great. Well, I th- I think as long as it's it's under with all, as with all pornography, as long as it's being made under. Uh, fair and equitable working conditions. Anything is fine. Did you s- other than bestiality? Don't. That's not okay. Because it's not consensual. Did you see what that woman said? Who's that sex doctor from Very Famous? She's a Dr. woman. Doctor Ruth. Doctor Ruth. One? I didn't read the article because someone just screenshotted it. it. Said that she came out and said, "Stop making your man sticking a finger in your man's butt. You don't want sticking things in butts." And some other comedian reposted it, like, "See, I told you." And it's like, no, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's a coward. She's a goddamn Wait, coward. what was her reasoning? I didn't read the article because someone screenshotted it. It just said, so I, I Dr. Ruth doesn't want things in your man's butt? Dr. Ruth said, don't let your man stick things in his butt. In his butt or your butt? In his butt. She doesn't think it's good. I, don't, I, can't, I can't talk to you and look it up at the same time, so I'll have to make up the facts. I think it's because she's homophobic. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. I don't think Dr. Ruth would say that. I know. Dr. Ruth is supposed to know what she's talking about. Also, I don't think I'm into it anymore. That sucks. It was fun for a while. What, butt stuff? Yeah, I try, I, it's only fun when I'm stoned. If I'm not high, I try. It hurts. Well, you got to loosen it up. 
I think that's what the stoned comes into play. That's your name. Yeah, but also uh, it's a, a way of life. What do you mean the stone? When I'm stoned. Oh, when you're stoned. Yeah. I thought you said the stone. I thought you were using an ass stone to loosen it up. An ass stone? Yeah, All sticking right. a stone up there, getting it, getting, it, getting it loosened up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I still think medieval times should be doing Star Wars. How much fun would that be? Just think about it for a minute. Imagine well, you come out, people got lightsabers. You should get off your ass that quickly. What? You know, okay. Yeah, we could dance anywhere. It would be great. But Go I, in for a song, sit down, get a bite, come back out for another song, tell the DJ play that song again. Listen, now, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think Medieval Times, if you're out there listening, I know you're a listener, the CEO of Medieval Times, who is my friend, uh, King Henry the Fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, he listens. <laughs> if you're listening, uh, uh, Change it up a little bit, okay? What about a, you know, everyone dresses like a kind of a cosplay Street Fighter 2 night? How much fun would Street Fighter be? Yeah. That would yeah. be great. You come in and it's a Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You have sh- First of all, that's perfectly set up for Mortal Kombat. You have the king who's sitting up there. He's the one. And then you have two people coming out doing karate fights. Yeah. Or what about this? You don't even need to retrain it, any, anyone. How about a samurai night? Do a samurai night. All you need is just some robes and change the swords a little bit. Then same, put on the same damn show. You don't have to do anything but change costumes. Right. You can, and they do this, have the falcon come around, but just put a fucking mask on him. Yeah. Now he's a flying Gazalgaborg or some shit, you know, and he's like an alien. Now you're in the Avatar world. Or like an acid night for people that are tripping. Whoa. Where they're like, so they're, they're like fighting with, you'd give them like, pool noodles as swords oh, man. and like stuff would happen that wouldn't make sense like one guy's horse would be going backwards like just to fuck up someone's mind how do you market acid night without saying acid night you say you know? like you say like hippie hippie trippy laser show night <laughs> yeah yeah anything that's like laser show yeah. it's like you, the, it, just that's for people on acid the acid people know but that's like they there's know. all those like there's like three different Pink Floyd tribute bands yeah. that tour as like with a laser show. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is just for being on, on acid. Yeah. Like, like the, clearly you just get fucked up and listen to Pink Floyd and look at, uh, look at, because uh, when I used to trip, when I, I never liked psychedelics. Mm-hmm. I would always start fun and then the trip would go bad for me. I've but it never, never stopped me from them. doing it. I think you like them because you like to get high. You like to get really high. I think you'd like mushrooms i, I think you'd like, like lsd space. but whenever i'd trip we would often like my friend johnny five had this thing on his computer that was like this wild screensaver that was just like oh lasers. yes remember that and even that was crazy on yeah. acid so like a real laser show i don't even know it might be too much it might blow up your mind it'd be awesome um dude we should how do we pitch this in evil times what's the okay let's Let's play this through, as they say in AA. Walk it through. I've done a lot of AA research for my yeah. script today, so right. I don't know what the yeah. hell. But how, what's our next step for trying to get Medieval Times to do a fun other night? Well, it's a step one. I'm not trying to convince them of shit unless I get a piece of it. Of course. Okay, step one is let's negotiate. Let's come in and say, listen, you want your business to grow? You talk to me and Greg. But mm-hmm. we're taking a cut. Mm-hmm. We're not going to grow your business for free. I want five bucks off every ticket. Yeah, five bucks off every ticket. Now we've established and that. I want to sell my merch outside. Yeah. I want to sell Greg, the Amazing s- Greg Stone albums. Yeah, we're going to sell merch, everything. Albums, fucking Red Ducast t-shirts, mm-hmm. Lunchables t-shirts, which I sell, which are highly illegal. <laughs> uh, don't Nobody tell Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Uh, um, everything. We're selling it all outside. Plus, we're not going to tell you what it is yet until you sign the contract. But sales are going to be through the fucking roof. They sign the contract, then we say, okay, we got mm-hmm. about 25 ideas, okay? Mm-hmm. If you want, if you got a little money for licensing, we're doing, we're doing Avengers, okay? We're doing Star Wars. We're doing, guess what? Just do not Guess what? We're doing fucking John Wick. We're doing John Wick. There was a John horse Wick in the new John awesome. Wick. would be awesome. Yeah. Then, on top of that, Acid Night, okay? We don't call it that, so the cops don't come around. It's called... It's called Hippie Dippy hippie Laser dippy, Night. Hippie Dippy Laser Night, Hippie man. Hippie Dippy Laser Night. Hippie okay. Dippy Laser. Uh, we, can, we have a lady who walks around and calms you down. Yeah. You know, she walks around, you want right. a Coke? Instead of, instead of them being like, no forks, they go, you're doing great. Right. You're doing great. Yes. Uh, so that's how we get in, into that. And any of you listeners whose dads might own Medieval Times, get us a meeting. Get us a meeting. That's all we ask. Yeah. Once you get us in the room, we'll sell you anything. Would you... Imagine you go... Just play this through for me. Imagine you're in medieval times, right? They're doing the normal tournament. 
Then all of a sudden, the lights go out, and there's a guy in a, a fucking, uh, in, a, in a DeLorean, just drives in. Now, all of a sudden, you got Michael J. Fox impersonator and Doc impersonator, and their time travels in medieval times. That's two people you need to add to your regular show. Right. And now you just got him running around being like, we got to get back, Johnny, or whatever his and name was. it's not that hard to get a DeLorean. It's not. You make it out of cardboard. You put it on some old bicycles. Right. You know, you yeah. staple the thing together. It's fine. I, I've seen a DeLorean. I've seen three DeLoreans. They used to sell a DeLorean at the old Lexus dealer near me. Really? 75 grand. I always said I'm going to buy it when I get older, but I was 13, and I still haven't raised enough money, and it's gone now. But they're not good cars, I've really. Heard that. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't run well. They're, it's not, owning a DeLorean is only... Is only the only value in owning a DeLorean is is Back to the Future, and they look crazy. Yeah. That's the only value because yeah. they're not well-made cars. If you can get any celebrity car, what should you get? Celebrity car. When I mean celebrity car, DeLorean, mm. Kit, the A-Team van, <sighs> Dukes of Hazard. Well, it's, Batmobile. It's very hard to pass because of its capabilities. It's very hard to pass on the Christopher Nolan Batmobile. Um, that it's hard. There's very few cars that can do more than that. But that may be short-sighted because what can do more than the fucking DeLorean? That's a time machine. Oh, I'm talking about. You're talking about reality. I'm talking about in this world. Oh, in this world. Yeah, yeah. Then oh, we can well do then. Another. Well then, the Batmobile can't do that. Much. So you're That's just talking about looks, really. Yeah, like you. Someone says, "Hey, you can have any of these replicas." I wouldn't want the General Lee because it has the Rebel flag on. Yeah, it. you got to paint it. Other than that, I would like the General Lee. That's yeah, a cool a looking. I, I, what is that car? Is that a Corvette? It's a Challenger. Oh, oh yes, a Charger. It's Char- a Charger. I, I, I don't think it's a Charger. I think it's because I always think it's I always think it's one and it's the other. So I don't think it's the Charger. I think it's the Challenger. It's like a random, like, ran, it's not a random, but it's, it's not the one you think it is. Because I don't think Look it's it a Charger. It's a 1969 Charger? Dodge Charger. Oh, yeah. so maybe I always think it's a Challenger and it's a Charger. Yeah, so I would get that, I would get that, but paint the rebel flag off the top. What flag do you put on? The what? Japanese flag. You, you would put Hell the yeah. Japanese Hell flag yeah, I love the that? Japanese. Japanese are great people. Yeah, you know, people are people. That's a great looking flag. Uh, I I would get what other what other cars are out there? You get the turtle van. No, that's I fun. Uh, it's got spring in it. You can shoot yourself into the sky. You uh, just said it was. We were look, going by looks, not what really. Yeah, they didn't but have I'll the put real a, powers. I'll put a real spring in it. Well, you're gonna die then if you just have I'll a spring have a that shoots you up into the sky. Yeah. All right. Fine. Um, but yeah, it's a good looking van. They also never made one in reality. So you got to go cartoon with that one. I would never do the... Uh, kit. I w- I'd probably get Kit or the A-Team van. Mm, see, but that's... Then you just have a van. What's Kit? Yes. Corvette? Kit's a little cor- black Corvette. It's not a Corvette. It's a Trans Am. It's the Pontiac version. Oh, Trans Am the, or a Firebird? I think it's the Firebird. Let me look up famous movie car. Famous, famous cars. You could still get the Tumblr from Batman, but then you can't get that on the parkway. <laughs> I would get the Adam West Batmobile because it's still like a, a sundown car. Oh, that's so ugly to me, that Adam West. Oh, I love it. It's got, you got a friend in there. Maybe I get one of those going. All right, so top 10 iconic movie and TV cars of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is via productionhub.com, one of the most famous <laughs> websites of all time. Yeah. Uh, you, I, you, you I'm going to P-Hub. That's uh, the first one I go with. Hey, I'm going to give you uh, all 10 of these. They list of the, they, This is their list of the top 10 iconic movie and TV cars of all time. I'm missing a and, major and, one. And you're going to have to choose from this. Okay. okay? Uh, powers or no powers? Well, you can't because a DeLorean beats because everything. Because a DeLorean beats everything. But right? if you do the DeLorean, then it could splinter multiple realities and kill everyone. So maybe you really can't. In reality, you can't really go back in time because it would create ultimate timelines. Let's say only powers to the extent that they are possible. Okay. Or not necessarily possible, but known to current science. Okay, sure. So, like, if they have guns, sure, fine. Guns. That's fine. Sure. But if, if they have time travel, we have yet to discover tra- time travel. Yes. That can't be a thing. And then I have a sub-question for you, but we'll get to it after. Okay, great. So, so uh, the 1981 DeLorean DMC-12 is from Back to the Future. That's one. The 1973 XBGT Ford Falcon. That's from Mad Max. Oh, I forgot Ooh, about that. The Mad Max That's a cool one. badass car. Now, was that which Mad Max was that from? Airwolf. We count Airwolf. The helicopter. 
No, we're not. Hell pilot. yeah, I'll get that shit. Hop in in your house, shoot your windows are, out. Helicopters are a totally different thing. This Mad Max. Take a chick on a ride this, through a this, helicopter. This Ford Falcon from Mad Max. I believe this is not the more recent Mad Max, but this that's a badass car. Look Hell yeah, I, know, I don't even know, I know a it. Badass car. Okay, uh, 1964 Aston Martin. Martin DB5 James Bond from Bond. I don't like that. I don't like the look of that. I sat in that in real life. You did what? I sat in that in real life. Really? Where? At at the, you know, I always go to the auto show. I'm very big into cars secretly. They do the auto show over here. What's it called? At a. Doesn't at really the, uh, uh, the Jacob Javits Center? J- Javits. Hell yeah, they had it and they let me sit in it. Yeah. And I they used- said, you gotta get out. You're not supposed to sit in it. I used to go to the uh, Cleveland auto show all the time mm-hmm. and. Uh, I would just sit in the RVs the whole time. We go very comfortable. RVs are the best. And uh, I used to go to the Cleveland Air Show, not to see the planes. Every year at the air show, they had this guy that would just <laughs> drive a semi truck with two jet engines on it, two gigantic jet yeah. engines on it. And his story was that th- this was the family business. <laughs> And everyone in his family has already died doing it. And he will also die doing it because it's just it's a rocket car. So you sit there and all of a sudden a semi truck going 350 miles an hour blasts by you and just clearly not in control. Yeah, it's just yeah. clearly too heavy of a car. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't put jet engines on a car. Yeah, it's rubber the, on your wheels is not going to uh, hit the brakes on that thing. Now, this thing looks Badass. The 1982 Pontiac Trans Am is Kit from Knight Rider. So you were right. It's a, tra- it's yeah, a Trans Am. Yeah. That looks great. Yeah, um, the interior is awesome. Interesting. This is actually what I would pick so far. Uh, 77, also a Pontiac Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. No, that's a this fun thing one. looks fucking great. This Hell thing yeah. looks better than Kit. And it comes with uh, Burt Reynolds' bones. <laughs> Because it's it's a little like uh, it's a little more square on the front. It, this thing looks great. Um, nine, Thirty-two Ford Coupe from American Graffiti. If you pick that, you're a loser. American Graffiti. I don't even know what that car looks like. It's just it's, it's just an old. How timing. do they? How are they? How are we five in and we still haven't gotten to one Batmobile? What? I don't know. I'm. I'm this <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Well, we're talking about production. You, the top ten. The top ten are ten Batmobiles. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, 69 Dodge Chargers, the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, Great looking wheels, 68 man. Mustang GT 390 from Bullet. I don't even know. Oh, Steve know. McQueen was in oh, yeah. Bullet. Please. Uh, no, that's, that's I, I do love Steve McQueen, but this thing looks kind of lame. Uh, okay, the Tumbler from Batman Begins. You get it okay. black or you get in camo? That's no, that question. thing's fucking bad. Uh, now, is, it, is the Tumbler. Oh, you can get it in camo? Well, it hadn't been that man in Dark Knight Rises. It was in camo. I would get it in matte black. Yeah. Matte black yeah, would yeah. be the way to go, I think. Um, now, ooh, is that your number one Batmobile? The, the, uh, so far, that's the only Batmobile. No, of all your Batmobiles. Is that the Batmobile you pick? Well, I'm not as, as, as you're not schooled familiar? in Batmobiles as you are. Michael Keaton's Batmobile? You remember that? What did, no? it, what, what did it look like? Long as hell with a big old nose. It was pretty dope. Oh, yeah. No, I think the Tumblr's the best because the Tumblr has stuff on it that I think is currently available, like guns and kind Batman of off road technology, that kind of stuff. All right. Like, I, and it turns I, into a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. That part might not be available. Then we have the Giga Horse, which is what the bad guys drove in Mad Max Fury Road. That just looks ridiculous. That's that stacked up, like all those Cadillacs stacked up. Um, you remember that? that that's, yeah, I think it's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's too big. You're not going to get under bridges with that. Yeah, but where are you going? I live in New York. I just want to park that thing outside so people don't know if they come inside. It's a, I'm a, you know, I might be wearing a fucking gag ball and a machine gun. <laughs> I'm taking over. That's all they... Let me tell you, productionhub.com, I wanted to be happy with this website, and I'm not. That's all they offered. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was it? bad. That's it. That's their No, they, had, they should have had 10 more Batmobiles. You didn't have uh, the 18 van, which is fucking awesome. Ninja it's got a Turtles nice couch van. in the back. Turtle van, it only existed in cartoons. But still. Yeah, that's what I said. It's in the picture. Yeah. I watched the best movie of my life last night. What movie? Batman what? and the Ninja Turtles. They did a cartoon movie, and it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. All right, we, got, we don't have much time left. I got, we got, before the Patreon episode, we have to get to my play. <laughs> I wrote a play. Okay. I specifically instructed you not to look at it until I want a cold read through. Okay. Okay. So now if you'll open the email for my play, um, uh, 
Tell me when you have it open and ready. Ready to go. Um, Yeah, I'll just say it's ready and I'll... I'll No, it needs to be ready. Ready. It's ready? Yeah. Okay, but this play is called Two Aliens Land in Egypt. Two aliens have landed their spacecraft at the base of the Great Pyramids. No humans are around. We have arrived at this new unexplored planet, Gregon. What could be the meaning of these massive stone monuments to the inhabitants of this land? Uh, I don't know, Brindazzle, but my fat alien penis is really itching up a storm. What? Come on, man. Could you at least stick to my script for a few lines? I, t- I, I took the time to write this. I'm um, sticking to the script. You wrote my fat alien penis is really itching up a storm. No, I, no, I fucking didn't. The line was, the species we believe to be called humans must worship these stones. Okay, whatever. The race we believe to be called humans must worship these stories. But I don't really care because my dick is itching so bad. <laughs> it's uh, like something inside my pee hole, like a little bug or something. But we don't, look, we don't have to do this. I thought it'd be fun to try something, but uh, uh, to do a scripted sketch, we can stop. Dude, I'm reading what you wrote no, word for word. No, you're fucking not. There's nothing about itchy dicks in the script. The joke was going to be that we meet camels and think they're humans, but uh, now I guess we're doing whatever you want. Okay, fine. Look, there's some humans. They have humps, and they walk on four legs. I hope one of them is a urologist because my dick is uh, screwed up so bad. Dude, stop. <laughs> Fuck, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm reading the script you wrote word for word. No, you're not. There's nothing in there about a wrecked up dick. Jesus Christ. Fine. I'll read your boring ass shit. These double humped human beings, animals do not seem to communicate verbally. Please take us to your leader. We must know more about these impressive stone monuments. What is their purpose? Also, I got to ask him about some cock stuff because this thing is getting worse by the minute. It's like in between a burning and an itching. It's not a good man. It's not good. You added the cock part. Why are you adding a penis storyline to the sketch I wrote? Let's just stop. Okay, we can stop. Fine. Fuck it. Fuck me for trying to make this podcast better. You made me think a space worm got out my penis or something? It's done. There's no... Because I knew a guy that got a space worm in his dick and now he can't have children. I'm not participating. Because they get in there through the pee hole and then they crawl down in your nuts and eat all your sperm. Fuck you. Fucking space worm, man. It's the worst. The end. Great script, Brendan. Here's my question. (laughs) I'm reading the script you wrote word for word. Is the words you wrote in the script, but also... We're reading the script, man. Oh, man, this hurts my brain. It's meta. It's very meta. So I've scripted out. Let me clue the readers onto something. <laughs> Greg was actually reading the script. Zero improv there. Zero improv. The script yeah. is such that he's breaking the script. Because you know me, man. If there's some kind of space worm gets in my penis, it's not going to get far. I got multiple knots that they have to get tied through. Up. They, they can't, they can't get, get through, through, through there knots. unless they start eating away. You, see, you ever seen a 32-inch space worm? <laughs> No. No. Never even seen a space worm. No. But that's how more scripts should be, where mm. they're, they're scripted to be outside of the script. Yes. So nobody knows. What, it's Inception. Yeah. Very much like Inception. In the, you're in the script of the script, man. Did you ever see that, um, you ever see that uh, Bob and Dave, Bob David and, Cross sketch? And, yeah. Great. It's like a great... Oh, the, the, the audition. Yeah, it's very different. It's uh, different, but it is like super funny. Oh, it's... Where they're like, can I use this chair? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, use a chair. Stop like, ah. interrupting me! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I really want to sit there. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, uh, it's really funny. great. Uh, uh, so I watched Batman, and I know that you wouldn't want me to go on about Batman Ninja Turtles. It's the best movie. Bat- get, we're living in a world where you get a cartoon with Batman is fighting with... The Ninja Turtles. On the same side or versus? First versus, because, you know, the Ninja Turtles, they fly off the handles, and Batman's like, come on, what are you going to do? Leonardo's trying to hit him with a sword, but Batman's the best. And then all of a sudden, Shredder shows up. That's awesome. And you got Batman fighting the Shredder? That's fucking awesome. Now, who's fucking awesome? So so are we to believe they live in the same universe? We're to believe, well, Batman lives in Gotham, but the Ninja Turtles live in New York. So they came to Gotham, you know, just because the Shredder had had gone there because he's teaming up with Ra's al Ghul. 
Oh, it's so exciting. Well, and what's weird is the Shredder and Raza Ghoul dress very similarly. It's very easy. I would deny that. You would? Very. The, the Shredder has that kind of Japanese robe-like type. Giant blades, giant helmet. Well, Raza, Raza Ghoul's Ghoul got hammer pants on and a tight shirt. Yeah, but they, it's like skitter. the same school. Like, it's like they went to the same store. Well, they're both ninja-type characters. Yes, that's what I mean. karate types. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not Raza Ghoul has the League of Assassins. Shredder has the Foot Clan. Which, as I've pointed out to you before, are basically homeless children. That yes, the, that the Ninja Turtles are beating up. They are beating up, which children. I think is unfortunate. But it's not a big deal because the Ninja Turtles are also teenage. They're sixteen and fifteen. They're all kids. That's turtle years, man. They're fucking ancient. That's not turtle. That's, that's not true. They're turtles teenage. live very old. Yes, that's ev- the fact they're that they're teenage younger. makes them even younger. Yes, they're three years old. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, sh- the splitting has splinter in the cartoon. That was fucked up. Somebody, yeah. f- somebody found a clam that was four thousand years old. I don't, what do you, is that a lot? Does that count? That's like saying I found a rock that's a right, million that's years old. Right, that's what I'm saying. Don't, because I looked, they said that they've changed the oldest animal. It's now a clam. And it's like, is that an animal? What are you I telling think, me? If you cut down a tree and you count its rings, it's like, well, I guess I killed the oldest tree. It's like, well, you're the asshole. Right. You know how they're like, the only way to know how old it is is you got to cut it down. Yeah. It's fucked up. Thank God they don't do that to me. I'll just tell you, I'm 37. That's why I always tell people What do you think will, if I were to cut you in half, what is your understanding of what would indicate your age? The level of skin cells and eczema uh, that has built up on my skin over the years. Oh, so I would just count the levels of, your idea, your your understanding of your body is that you add a layer of skin every year? (laughs) Well, my under, yeah, well, I want to pivot back real quick and say the problem here is that trees can't talk. Because if a tree was like, hey, man, I'm 300 years old, put the axe down, they wouldn't cut him down. You know what I mean? That's why when a woman is like, well, I don't like to tell you my age. I'm like, you better, because there are people out there who will cut you down just to know how old you are. We did it to trees. We'll do it, we'll do it to a, a woman in her 50s. Or a baby. I don't know. They don't know how old you are. They'll cut you up. You know what I thought of that I think is very strange? What? Like, when you're 10, right? I, I happen to have a passport because I went to Ireland a lot when I was little because of all my family, but... For the most part, when you're like 10 years old, mm-hmm. there's no document in existence with both your face and your name on it. When you're a kid? Yeah. So do you know how easily tradable that makes you? Like if just one dad, if say a dad's an arts guy, he's got a sports kid. He just finds another dad that's a, a sports guy with an art kid. Fucking swap them. That easy. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. stopping it. What could stop it? There's no pictures anywhere. Well, that's why when you're little, they do that thing where they make they line you up and they start doing your thumbprints. That's fucked up. They do your they do a baby's footprint, right? They do, but, no, but they also do like in like third grade, they have that cop come in and they, hey, for fun, we're doing all f- thumbprints. And we had a kid in my class who was like, I'm not giving you my thumbprint. And I was like, why wouldn't you give the guy your thumbprint? Just the cops, like we trust them. And he was like, nah, man, this is fucked up. And we were in like third grade, and I was like, what's wrong with him? And as an adult now, I'm like. Yo, that kid knew. Who, how did that kid in third grade know that they were putting him on fucking file? file? We never had that. Yeah, man, we did. Well, I also I grew up in a fucking ghetto school, so we never had any. Nobody took my fingerprints, but yeah. I think they take a baby's footprint. But what I don't understand is: is your baby footprint? Can you match a baby footprint to a ten-year-old's footprint? I think that was for theft before the tracker bracelets for baby stealing from the hospital. Oh, okay, but like, could? Oh, really? Could? Do you think your baby footprint would be the same, just smaller as your as your ten year old or twelve year old footprint? Probably not possible. Yeah, probably not possible. So, so yeah, so you take a kid if they don't have an ID card, they are fucking off the grid, man. Well, except when he's fifteen, he looks just like this other guy, and it's like, yeah, it's clearly my son. You gotta, (laughs) you gotta wait it out. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying like. Well, the footprint would work. The footprint. If you take my baby, I can go. That's my baby, and you go prove it. And oh, I go, we were wrong. It is a. Uh, it doesn't change with age. Oh, interesting. It's so always unique. So, so it's they like a do have scan. your. So they do. So that footprint thing would stop you from baby from ten year old trading. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ten year old trading, of course, because he's gonna know his name. Well, no, that that the kid has no say in it. You just got to be like, you're Jeffrey now. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, ever yeah. say Timothy again, pff, you're fucking big trouble. There's like stories that like people like kidnapped, like grew up and they found out later that they took their kid. Yeah, there's like, stories of, of mixed, uh, of mixed, um, uh, 
mixed up babies. There's a lot of stories of people finding out. Uh, in fact, I believe it was either Ted Bundy or the Green River Killer. There's there's some famous serial killer who found out that who he thought for his whole childhood was his older sister was actually his mom. Because people used to oh, do that. Oh, yeah, they still do that. Pe- yeah, they still, people used to do that a lot when it was like, you're going to have a, you got pregnant too young, we're going to send you away to have this baby, but we're going to say it's our baby, you know? We had a couple kids in school who were out of school for a year, and we didn't know why. Everyone was like, oh, they're sick, they're sick, they're sick. And then all of a sudden they had a new brother. And you were like, oh, they weren't sick. And as an adult, you look back and go, oh, that kid was pregnant. And their mom took him out of school. Now they're raising that kid. They came back nine months later, a little fat. And they were like, oh, they just had a baby. And I didn't know that. But now looking back, it's like, oh, that's what happened. It wasn't mono. Yeah. They were all pregnant. Right. Everyone was pregnant. Right. I, this is wild. I, and the only reason I feel comfortable sharing this is because he was doing bits about it. But the, the guy who opened for me in Cape Girardeau, 36 years old, he's got a four-year-old granddaughter. He's 36. 36. So when did he four, have a kid? 15? He had a kid at 16. His son had a kid at 16. Wow, that's great. Get it all done. Get it all done. That's what I said. I also told him, you might be able to break a record. Yeah. Like, if your family, you could keep this up, you could be like a great, 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 great grandparent that's still alive. That's yeah. very rare. If you go to the projects, I'm sure you're just like way worse. I'm sure it was like 12 and 13-year-olds who have babies that are also 12 and 13 at the time. Yeah. You, know, you have a 13-year-old sad, baby. Yeah. It is sad, but I'm saying if you can impregnate a oh, because babies can't get pregnant, that's the problem. That's how you're not going to do that. that you can't not, do a double baby. Let me tell you right now as problem. something I want to go on record what? of the Rad Dude cast. Babies not being able to get pregnant is not a problem. And we stand firmly <laughs> behind that as a podcast. It's a problem if you want to do a double baby. If you want to do a Russian doll in your own body, that's a problem. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I yeah. want the baby to come out the and then another comes the baby, out. Another comes and out. Another comes baby. out. Yeah. You know, well, that's here's the fun. thing. Not a lot of people want to do a Russian doll in their own body. <laughs> I know. These people are cowards. <laughs> what? Uh, it's funny. It's funny, like, uh, dating a twin, mm-hmm. like, the amount, the, the things people ask her mm-hmm. like it must it's weird to be a twin because i never thought of it before i was dating a twin but they just get these questions all the time we're like can you feel when your sister's sad <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that which like i get it people are curious and she's kind of like not no but like coincidentally we do check in on each other when, like when things are wrong like so yeah, like yeah. kind of yes maybe like. yeah but also like i'm that way with anthony he walks in a room i'm like oh something's up and like well, yeah but i'll that, know that he's hitting text me or tweet in a while i'm like mm, you can feel it right but this is more they're talking about is there this telepathy? esp telepathy connection which has been proven not to be true yeah but they do feel like there is so, so sympathetic crazy. neurons yeah those are real what are they uh it's like structures in your brain change when you meet someone and you're like linked for the more time you spend with people, the more your brain starts to look similar, and like you, right. um, yeah, you are connected. To right. Them. Yeah, also, women's periods link up. Oh, sure. That's like Wi-Fi. Sure. There's all sorts of things like that, but the the paranormal. The aspect but that's paranormal of- if you think about it, because there's no such thing as paranormal. There's just science that's unexplained. Women's periods syncing up would be very similar to men feeling the same emotions if they were like twins or whatever, because there's there's probably things that are coming out. That you're reading, that you can read on. Yeah, but and that don't know what they but are. that is science. Women's periods don't sync up if they're away from each other. They sync up when they're living in. Oh, you're saying like in another state? Yeah, like like people will ask. Well, there's just science Amy, we don't like, understand. People will ask Amy, "Can you feel your sister's pain when she's you know a thousand miles a away? F- yeah, a thousand miles away from you." And it's like that is not. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that those type of powers. Some people do. I I I I believe in science. I'm not a Paranormal guy. Paranormal is just unexplained science. Well, or or it's pseudoscience. It's fake. We, yeah, I mean, if you believe, I'm not saying that it's it's there. I'm saying that uh, that that's what that shit is. Right. Uh, I you know whatever. But you know that science they uh, they have the same DNA. Right. That's so true. They, they can commit yeah, a murder. Right. And then it could be like you could find out you have a twin sister. That's an SVU episode I should write. Well, you, are you writing a lot of SVU yes, these days? Yes. Uh, that's great, man. I've been hoping you would start working for Dick Wolf. Uh, yeah. Don't uh, don't. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, th- that what's interesting about that is like a on one hand it could get you in trouble, but on the other hand 
it could get you out of trouble. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be like, oh, that could have been my sister, and she could say that could have been my sister. You yeah. can't prove which of us it was. Like, so you can't send either of us to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we should finish up again. Uh, Anthony is is going to be gone for a while, but he will be back. Um, uh, Devo for Tivo on Twitter. Follow him. Wish him congratulations. Wish him good luck. Um, again, remember to be happy. Studios.com backslash shop for the new shirts. They're awesome. Uh, and, and, and check out the other podcasts on the network, the, the SUP podcast and Roast Ghost. Very fun. Um, subscribe to our podcast. Rate it. Review it. Give us a five-star review. Um, you can follow me at Airbud, E-Y-R-E-B-U-D, on both Twitter and Instagram. I will be in... Uh, I was just in Missouri, and I'm coming back. I will be at the St. Louis uh, Funny Bone, one of my favorite clubs in the world, um, June 12th through June 16th. So come out to that. I have some new merch. Um, I have uh, I have some new T-shirts. You can get those. Um, yeah, uh, and now I'll plug some stuff a little later uh, next time. But, Greg, go ahead. Um, I will be with Michelle all June. Um, Anthony won't be, so I got all his dates because uh, he's we're doing that writing thing. So I'll be at the Helium in Buffalo, June 6th, 7th, and 8th. I'm um, with Michelle again in Minneapolis, the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, the 21st. I'll be in the, at the Borgata in um, Atlantic City just on Friday the 21st, just for one day. And then the 26th through the 29th, I will be again with Michelle Wolf in uh, Salt Lake City, Houston, Utah. Um, okay, I gotta. I'm gonna go ahead and butt in. Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake City, Houston, Utah. Oh, both. I guess two <laughs> different. I guess we're doing both of those. Salt Lake so City, just go Utah, on her website and see, to find me. You really gotta just go to somebody. Go to her website. I'm with her all in June. Uh, so thank you so much. Thank That's you it. guys. All right. Hey, Bye. thanks for listening. Uh, we also have a good Patreon episode this week. Uh, keep listening for a little sneak nice. peek this of is that sidetrack. You know what's nice about having an air as a last name? What? E-Y-R-E. I know if I meet someone else named Air, mm-hmm. it's rare enough that I know if I meet a woman named Air, mm-hmm. I can't fuck you. Yeah, sure. Easy. It's easy sure. because it's so rare. Yeah. Whereas, whereas with like Stone, million yeah. stones. You don't yeah. know. If you I got- meet a stone, I can't fuck them though because I'm married. Well, yeah, that's different. But I'm saying before and that. They're probably not attracted to me. I have to do my act first. And then they would be like, oh, I like him because of his comedic comedy. But then you, okay, all that aside, then you got to go into and hope family they like big history. noses. Well, there's so many things I have to get to before we get to their last name. Are you okay with me having a huge action figure collection? I'm not stopping. It's only going to get grow. Um, and I'm a, my comedy career is not doing so great. It's doing okay. It's doing great. Stop that. Stop it's that It's okay. Talk. I'm not I don't, a millionaire. I, I, that's your definition of success of being a millionaire? Yeah. There's like four millionaire comics. Oh, there's more no, than you think. There's, there's so more than more. you think. Yeah, there's Anthony's more than you think. Anthony's a trillionaire, practically. Really? Yeah, that's why he's not here. He's that's why he's not here. He's in money, he, and I refuse to save it. He, he, he. This episode of the Rad Dudecast was recorded at Remember to Be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez at Human Places, the Easy 3, with video editing by Tanner Williams, Low Kinky 69.